It's the Locked On Aggies Podcast, presented by Locked On Podcast Network, talking all things Texas A&M. Now, here's your host, Cole Thompson. Howdy, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson here in the driver's seat, talking all things Texas A&M. And guys, I'm still looking for that one thing to say that's going to make this flow a little bit better because usually it's all about football and we're always getting you ready for something. Well, there's not a lot really to get you ready for besides a basketball game tonight as Texas A&M will return home to Reed Arena to take on the Ole Miss Rebels as we enter the start of SEC play. Of course, A&M fell earlier this weekend to Arkansas in Bud Walton Arena by the score of 69-59, but they will have a chance to go 1-1 one one in the Southeastern Conference with a victory over the Rebs. Before we begin any more of this show, make sure that you are following us on social media at LockedOnAggies. That is our main Twitter page, Twitter handle, where we combine all of our Twitter talk. Make sure you're also following us at AggiesSI. Remember, Aggie Maven, part of the Sports Illustrated family, and the Lockdown Podcast Network have partnered together to give you quality content surrounding all things Texas A&M sports. So go check out all of our great work at si.com slash T-A-M-U. And if you really like me as a host or what I'm doing, or even if you don't like me as a host, you just want to tell me what I'm doing wrong. You can always follow me on Twitter at Mr. Cole Thompson. It's really simple. I'm a mister. My name is Cole Thompson. That's it. Don't wear it out. At Mr. Cole Thompson, at Aggies SI, and at Locked on Aggies. Now, while this maybe doesn't pertain exactly to Texas A&M, it also does in the biggest sense of the word because of their future of the football program. We'll get into basketball in a minute, but with the news of Tua Tungabailoa's decision at Alabama, whether he's going to the NFL draft or coming back for his senior season, begins to speculate, this could be a monumental change for the Aggies. And as he announced yesterday... The flying Hawaiian Tua Tungabailoa will head to the NFL after three seasons with the University of Alabama. In a statement yesterday released by Tungabailoa during his press conference, he talked a lot about the injury that he sustained against Mississippi State and how with it, it could have led him to return to the Crimson Tide. But instead, after speaking to multiple scouts, GMs, and coaches, it was ultimately the easy decision to go to the NFL. It's a unique situation, Tanga Bailoa said. With my hip, a lot of the guys and general managers and owners that I've gotten to talk to have said the same thing. They kind of look at this injury as a knee injury almost, even though it's not, in a way that are we going to be able to take a chance on this guy or would he be able to possibly do even a pro day before the draft? The biggest thing they want to see is that we can move and be back to how we were playing prior to the injury. If he's going to be able to be fit for this injury for his pro day, that is probably going to decide where Tunga Bailoa's draft stock goes. But we're going to talk about Tua and where he goes in the NFL because we're going to turn our attention now to AM. With the loss of Alabama's star quarterback, and I only put him in this category because they replenish every single year at a different position. Wide receiver. They literally lost Amari Cooper. They got Calvin Ridley. They lost Julio Jones. Uh, They worked around with a couple of other players. They lose Calvin Ridley. They have now Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith. They're going to lose players every year. 
But to lose a talent like Tua is hard to replace. And with LSU losing as much as they have as well, my big question is, what really is stopping Texas A&M from becoming a contender in the SEC West? They're returning a majority of their starters. On offense, they're losing Courtney Davis and Colton Prater. On defense, they're losing Justin Matabike and Charles Oliver. And on special teams, they're losing Braden Mann. That's it. That is all they're losing this offseason, as it stands right now. So with all that done, and knowing what we now know, how is A&M not a favorite? They're going to return Kellen Mond, who is the most experienced starter in that conference, in that division, more specifically. They're going to return a possible solid run game with Isaiah Spiller, Cordarian Richardson, who is expected to come back, as well as potentially add more players. Uh, They added two running backs in Jackson and uh, Devin Acne. I'm so sorry if I butchered the pronunciation. But they also have a solid defense coming back. Tyree Johnson, DeMarvin Leal, both big-time games in the bowl game. Then you have Buddy Johnson, your leader of the defense. You have Damani Richardson. You have Elijah Blades. You have Debony Renfro. But then you also have young talent joining the squad, such as Fahil Diggs, Antonio Johnson, another another four-star recruit at safety, Antonio Doyle, Danelle Harris, Jalen Jones, and Edron Cooper. All defensive players joining the staff. With all that in mind, how do we not look at this AM team as one improved, number one, but two, a front runner? Out of conference schedule is significantly easier this year than it was last year. They will play Abilene Christian, North Texas, Fresno State. And their big out-of-conference game is Colorado, who went 5-7 and seven this year. And they're losing their quarterback in Steven Montez. I just look at this and I go, I don't see it. I don't see where this team is not going to contend. You still have Arkansas that's struggling. Lane Kiffin, I think, is going to need at least a year to fix the problem. And Mississippi State doesn't have a head coach. That's three wins right there. You also are going to play Vanderbilt this year. That's a fourth. The way that that offense is run, that's a fourth win. So you're looking at an 8-0 record before we even mention the other four schools. They can easily beat Alabama. If they are this team that we know them to be. And Alabama struggles. They can easily beat Auburn. They should have beaten Auburn earlier this year. They really should have. Like, there's no reason why, outside of poor offensive play calling early in the game. They should beat Auburn. And they can beat LSU. Because LSU's losing everything. They're losing quarterback in Joe Burrow. They're losing defenders. They're going to lose probably a wide receiver or two. They're losing their tight end in Thaddeus Moss. They're losing a lot. 24 seniors. This is a class that's bringing back 30 seniors. I'm not saying A&M won't drop a game. Because it's possible. But 
But I do see them looking like the most complete team in the SEC West right now. And I don't think that's crazy to say. At all. I think instead, it speaks volumes of what recruiting does. And also, the talent that you can bring in. And with that in mind, this talented A&M roster, I think is going to finally take that next step next season. You know what? I'm just going to come out and say it. This A&M team has all the capability of winning the SEC West and representing the SEC in the college football playoff. And I think anything less than a 10-win season now brings questions to Jimbo Fisher up in College Station. There's too much talent for them not to be a true contender next year. Speaking of talent, can Texas A&M's talented basketball team be able to upset Ole Miss at home for the first SEC game in Reed Arena? We'll be speaking about that in just a quick moment. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked on Podcast Number. Cole Thompson still here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. Guys, if you're not looking into the Locked on Podcast Network, let me ask you a serious question. What are you doing with your life? It's simple. All it is is it's a daily podcast to give you all your quality content that surrounds everything. MLB, NFL, NHL, NBA, and of course, all college sports. Over two dozen channels of college sporting news you're going to want to check out. So make sure you're listening to all of our great shows at LockedOnPodcast.com. Tonight, Texas A&M will take on the Ole Miss Rebels at home. They will face off in Reed Arena at a 7 o'clock tip-off. That game can be featured on, I believe, SEC Network. And you look at these two teams, and you wonder maybe is one better than the other, even though the record says that they are. I mean, A&M dropped all three games at the Orlando Invitational, but... They've looked at times very competent, a very strong team that when the offense rolls, it can match their defense and is able to play up to speed. Both these teams are coming off of a loss. As we mentioned earlier, Eric Musselman, uh, Musselman's team in Arkansas was able to keep their one loss streak alive, beating the Aggies 69 to 59. Meanwhile, down in Oxford, the Ole Miss Rebels were drubbed 74-54 by the number 24-ranked Wichita State team in their final non-conference game this past weekend. So these two teams kind of match up pretty well. AM leads the series all-time against the Rebels at 6-3, but it was the Rebels picking up the last-time win at home against this AM team. 75 to 71. That was in February of last year. These two teams match up pretty well, I would say. AM is coming in with a six and six record. Meanwhile, you look at Ole Miss, they're coming in with a nine and four record. Ole Miss is scoring on average about 60, 71 points per game. AM is scoring on average about 57 points per game. So you look at these two teams, you look at what they're doing. You see the success and the failures. My personal belief of what it comes down to this upcoming game is turnovers. Last weekend against Arkansas, AM had 11 turnovers on the day. Four of those turnovers came in a span of four minutes that led to, I believe, 12 points and a 10-point lead for the Razorbacks. So you're going to have games where you're going to be down... But if your defense hurts you, that's the reason you lose. This time it was the offense that hurt you. 
They weren't able to score. They have the lowest scoring percentage in the SEC right now. They're under 40% from the, from the field goal range. They aren't able to make plays when they get the ball. And turnovers. But this Ole Miss team is 13th in the league in points per game. I mean, in, um, in field goal range. And they're not that special. So A&M could get on the right track with a victory today at some point. What it's going to come down to, in my personal opinion, is turnovers. How this A&M team handles themselves with their chance to score. Because turnovers, even if the other team doesn't score, if they're leading... They're going to be able to run out the clock, continue to make plays, probably wait for the shot clock to go all the way down to zero, make the shot, get the rebound, and then you cause another turnover, which leads to the same repercussions. So when you don't score, and even if they don't, the score stays the same. And that, I think, is what's going to decide this game for Ole Miss. When we come back in just a quick moment, we'll be talking about the final score of the game, give our little bit of predictions, who's going to be the top scorer, what to watch for, and how you can see this game. Locked on Aggies. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a quick moment. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson still here in the driver's seat, talking all things Texas A&M, getting you ready for tonight's game. Things I'm going to look for tonight as the Ole Miss Rebels take on the Texas A&M Aggies is the turnover margin. Can players such as Andre Gordon and Wendell Mitchell and Josh Nebo keep the ball when they have it? Or are they going to turn it over? Because of, like I said earlier, it's not about how much you score. It's about how you score it. Because if you don't want to have a turnover and be down, you want to be able to make your shot and then let the other team at least rebound because you're showing progression. So that's something that I'm going to be looking forward into tonight. The second thing I'm going to be looking forward into tonight is how well they play in the paint. The Aggies are averaging 41% or average 42% last game in the field goal range. They were able to put up some big points. Josh Nebo had a double-double along with Wendell Mitchell. Both of them should be players to watch for, but how are they going to score in the paint? They're shooting under 35% in the three-point uh, three range, so I don't see them improving there, but I do want to see some type of skill level at that position, but I want to see how they score when they have the ball and they're going for layups. Is it going to be sloppy play, sloppy execution? When they get an offensive rebound, is Nebo or is Mitchell or is someone going to be able to get the ball up? I don't know. Th- that's just what I'm looking for because of... In the paint, especially with a big guy like Nebo, you need to score. And you need to score consistently. Player I'm going to watch for tonight, I'm going to go with Savion Flag. I think that he's looked impressive as a true leader for the guard position. Where Gordon is playing kind of out of position. He's more of a forward. And they're putting him at the point. I want to see what Flag can do when given the opportunity to score. Because if he's a very good player... But he's also a guy who continues to show the heart and hustle that you want for a roster. And I think that he could be a game changer in front of the home crowd tonight. Final score, I'm going to go A&M gets the win. It's a lot closer than I expect. 
But with the crowd of Reed Arena, I'm going to go A&M gets the 69-58 win. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Locked on Aggies, at Aggies SI, and at Mr. Cole Thompson. Tomorrow, we'll be back to recap the game of tonight, how A&M played, how Ole Miss looked, what we can look forward to moving forward, and any news surrounding the A&M football program. This has been Cole Thompson with Locked on Aggies. We will see you tomorrow. And remember, you give me all. This has been Locked on Aggies. Presented by the Locked On Podcast Network.